This is a production of Gordon College's Scott Radio. Scott Radio. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Ben Schneider Show. My guest today is Jacob Almeida, another one of my cross-country teammates, freshman here at Gordon. So, Jacob, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So, uh, usually my guests, I'd like to just start from the very beginning. Um, So, tell me about where you grew up and ultimately what brought you here to Gordon. Okay. Um, So, basically, I grew up in a, like, small city, not very large, um, back in New York, uh, around maybe five minutes from the Albany area. Um, Yeah, definitely a very small town. And uh, basically, originally, I wanted to go into the Marines, and I didn't think about college, really, until maybe my sophomore year, and I had, I had like, this um, accident where I broke both bones in my arm and had to have, like, emergency surgery, and basically, like, that changed my whole, like, view of where I wanted to go with, like, life, and basically after that, like, I started actually thinking about colleges, and... I visited only two colleges, actually. I visited uh, MCLA, which is also in Mass, and I came here to visit. And originally, when I first came for, well, for both visits, um, MCLA and my first visit at Gordon, my, like, major that I wanted to do at the time was actually um, th- uh, theater, theater and arts. So that was, like, my first, like, decision, like, thought idea. But um, basically, the way I found Gordon was um, I wanted to stay like like a Christian school, and I basically just Googled like Christian schools, like top Christian schools in the U.S. And Gordon was pretty close to the top almost every time, and I was like, why not give it a try? Like it was very like consistent. Like Gordon was towards the top, and um, I looked up on the website of where it was. It was, and I noticed it was mass, and I was like, that's not very far away from where I'm from home. It's only three and a half hours. And I booked my visit, and as soon as I came in for my first visit, I was like, this is the place. But when I was at my first visit, it was, my major was still um, theater and arts. So what caused the, I mean, what's your major now? So my major now is uh, Christian Ministries, and then I'm concentrating in youth men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, but what caused the uh, switch? Why did you so, go from theater to, to that? Basically, like, I thought, like, what am I going to do with, like, theater and arts? Like, what what would I do from there after I graduate? And I gave it a lot of thought. Like, I grew up in a s- small church, and it didn't have too much youth. And I always, like, had the idea of being a pastor or a youth pastor, and it kind of like once I noticed like the program here, it was it's a very nice program, and I kind of like just thought, why not Christian Ministries? I grew up in the church like from when I was nine ish, and I was that's when I like changed. I was like, I want Christian Ministries. So what classes have you been taking? I mean, obviously it's your first semester. Yeah. So are you getting your core out of the way now, or have you? Taking more kind classes of, um, dedicated to that. I'm in historical perspectives, and then I have Old Testament, and those are, I believe are core. Yeah. yeah, I took I took both of those my 
first semester freshman year too. So. Yeah, definitely like nice classes. I love yeah. historical perspectives. Yeah, yeah. Who um, do you have for that? Uh, Doctor Fortcamp. Okay, yeah. I Doctor Wick. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that was that was a good class. I enjoyed. I'm more of a U.S. history guy. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. you know, we we kind of just go from the beginning of time to about you get to about the 1500s, the Renaissance yeah. in that yeah. class. Um, so U.S. history is more my thing, but I I I still enjoyed it. Of all the, of yeah. all the core classes that, you know, not really associated yeah. with what you want to do, you know, but you have to take for your liberal arts education. I thought it was a pretty good class. Yeah, it's a, it's a very nice class. Um, I also take Foundations of Youth Ministry, and I'm currently in Ecclesiology as well. So what do you want to do with this degree that you're going to get? So basically, like, um, since I grew up in such a small, like, church, I always, the numbers and youth was very low. A lot of the time, it was just myself and my older sister. And then there were other times where we had maybe five or six more people. But... Um, my goal is, like, after I graduate, I want to travel around the home area and slowly, like, help churches that have small youth programs rebuild and, like, uh, grow their youth. Because, like, a lot of things, like, in life, you you can't really go anywhere if you don't have, like, a younger group that can grow into it. Sure. Yeah, so obviously I know you from the cross-country team. Uh, yep. So I want to... Get into that a little bit. When did you start running, and what kept you going all the way through college now? So I didn't, like, start running cross-country until high school. Um, but before that, I was running 5Ks here and there. But originally, uh, after high school, I was like, I don't want to do cross-country. I just want to stay strictly track and go from there. And when I got to Gordon and I contacted Coach or I don't remember how it went. Um, he contacted me and wanted me to do cross country. And originally I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I just want to stay track and do what I wanted to do in track. And he told, uh, Coach Weicker told me that it, w- it would help um, track out later on. And I feel like it has. Yeah. Like, definitely. I'm sure you definitely run a lot more this fall than if you yes. had just been training on your own for, for track. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I was, I was the opposite because I, I like, you. Yeah, I was at a very small, uh, community and school growing up. Um, yeah. so we actually didn't have a track team. We, really? we just had cross country. Um, oh, wow. so when I came here, I thought I'll just probably just do cross country cause I don't have a lot of experience doing track. And then I didn't realize yeah. how much, you know, overlap there is between yeah. the two. Coach is a really good, uh, He's really good at persuading you uh, yes, to, to yeah. come over and, and try the other side out. And, yeah. and I'm glad I did. Um, I actually, personally, the way I see it now is like I I think I enjoy track even a little bit more. Um, yeah. Just because I like, I like the flat surface and yeah, you know, no, you know, no there's, hills. No, there's no like course analysis that you have to do, like analyze the night before, think about where you're going to make your move because everybody's on the same yeah. four-mile track the, the whole time. So, yeah, so... You're doing a uh, cross country in high school, um, yep. but were there any other other sports that you were playing before that? So I actually I wanted to experiment when I was like going up through from middle school to high school. So in middle school I did only soccer and baseball, and then after middle school I swapped over to soccer and cross country at one time at one point, 
and then I was in wrestling and then also outdoor track. But like I originally never actually wanted to do wrestling. So like my coach kind of persuaded me to do it from basically just seeing me one day when wrestling season started. It's like, hey, you should do wrestling. And I was like, okay, why not? And I went upstairs, got my blue card to be able to do it. And the next day I was practicing. So that was a that was a long, long season as a freshman. But I also at one point I tried out for the bowling team. <laughs> you had a, that wait, were your high school at a bowling team? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's is that was were there other schools you competed? I, yeah. I don't yes. really think of that as a school sport. So yeah. they uh they went around the the state um and just went against different teams. They would just I don't know how it works. They just yeah. bowled, and I guess whoever has the higher score wins. I don't really understand it that much. I try it out anyway. But did, they, you, did you ever play for them? No, I never actually made it. So I okay. tried out one year, and I just didn't make it. And I was like, yeah, nope, that's not my sport, so I'm just going to move on. Is that something you enjoyed doing uh, just recreationally? Oh, yeah, fun? yeah. Bowling is so – I love bowling. It's so much fun. But, yeah, just like – I was very experimental with all the different sports. Yeah. Well, I know I know you mentioned just before we came on the air, you had uh, some wrestling stories you maybe wanted to tell. So yes. tell us a little bit about your <laughs> career in that. So wrestling was definitely, I would say a lot of people don't consider it fun, but I thought it was so much fun. Um, but like gro- my first ever practice as a freshman, um, I was not expecting what I went through. So we were doing drills in the beginning, just kind of going over stuff because everyone, it was first first day practice. Well, for some, it was more or less the second day for the other people. And we were going over everything. And then next thing I know, we're going live wrestling. And I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what what's going on? And everyone just starts going. And I'm just like, wow, that's a lot of work. And... After we live wrestled, we did, um, what was it? It was conditioning. And I was like, why would we drill, then live wrestle, and then run? What, what What's the point of that? And after that first practice, as soon as like we finished, I was like, I don't feel very good because I wasn't used to all that running. And I also ate a big lunch that day. And next thing I know, practice is all done, and I'm running outside because I have to go get sick and I went outside I did my thing I came back inside I felt great and then I went and found a janitor I was like yeah I just want to let you know I got sick outside so please like just be maybe go clean it up for me please and he he, the janitor looks at me and he's like are you okay and I was like yeah I think so and I just went about my day after that but practices for wrestling were very, very long. We went from right after school, which was like, oh, we finished at 2.40, but we started practice around like 3.45, and we didn't finish until like 6. And during the winter, that's like super late because sure. it's so dark out. Yeah. Like, it's already getting dark at like 4 now. It's crazy. But practices were always super long. My sophomore year, I was doing really well, and then I ended up getting into that accident so basically i we were whoa I was that I rest, was that a wrestling related accident or? yes yeah okay. it was actually my partner was very scarred after that 
Um, basically, we had a match rescheduled for a Monday mor- uh, Monday afternoon, and we had to practice Sunday the day before, so we make sure everyone's on weight. And basically, we were almost done with practice, and we're doing... Um, well, it was we were doing something where we had to pick the person up and put them back down, and then pick them up, put them back down, and that we did it three times and then live wrestled. We were on the last one, just about, just before we were gonna condition, and we go up, go back down, and we're just about to go live wrestle. And as I come back up, my arm was in a weird position, and both the bones just couldn't handle the pressure that it was in, and it ended up breaking both of them. And it was a very long day. Um, I had to go, I had to be rushed to the emergency room because both bones were broken. But I come to find out uh, one of the bones popped out of like my arm. Yeah, it was. That's tough. Yeah, it was a very long day. I went to one hospital and something happened to where they couldn't take me. And I had to be transferred to another hospital about maybe 20 minutes away. That being transferred from like hospital to hospital is not fun. Like, especially with a broken arm, you're you're just hooked up to everything, making sure you're not in pain. And the only thing I remember from being transferred was being put onto the stretcher to leave. <laughs> and so you don't remember anything about the ride over? No, no. Place? I have no clue what happened on the way over. And then... I got to the second hospital, and then I'm laying in the bed, and I look at my parents, and I'm like, I really want McDonald's. <laughs> and they were like, okay, um, we'll have to talk to the doctor to make sure it's okay that you can actually eat before your surgery. And they, they did that, and then next thing I know, my dad's gone, and he comes back a little bit later with chicken nuggets and a burger. And I was nice. like, that's perfect. That's what I need right now. And maybe a little bit after that, um, we get a knock on the door. I have two visitors. Um, They're both my teammates. One was the one that was my partner when everything happened. And then the other one was just one of the teammates that could, like, drive. And he has a box of chocolates. And he, like, kind of plops it in my lap. And I, meanwhile, I'm I'm not able to move. My arm is resting on my chest. The broken one's resting on my chest. And my other one's got the IV in it. And I'm terrified to move my arm with the IV. So it's just laying there I look down at the chocolates and he he looks at me and he says I'm sorry that I broke your arm and then slowly like backed up and leaned against the wall and I I looked at him I said it's not your fault like it it just happened it was like a freak accident but yeah that was a long year that was a long recovery time I had what did the rehab consist of because I imagine it's a it's a pretty bad injury I actually didn't go to physical therapy um I was very surprised um but Basically, I just kind of laid in bed all the time. I missed about two or three weeks of school, and I just laid in bed and did nothing. <laughs> I had a big uh, cast on, um, and when they had to remove that, that was pretty gross because, like, you're not moving your arm or doing anything with, like, any broken, like, limb, and they take the cast off, and it's just so skinny, and it looks, like, so nasty. And it was, like, I think the thing that made, like, me not want to get the cast off was because my hand was orange because of the iodine to, like, clean before they had the surgery. 
and when they took it off, I knew there was going to be a bunch of orange all over my arm, and it just wasn't pleasing to look at. But um, I had 30-plus staples um, in my arm just because it was they had to go in on both sides of my arm. So now I have, like, two massive scars. I can show you here. Oh, wow. On both sides. And then um, when it gets cold out, you can see where the staples marks were. Um, but... um. When after I had the staples removed, I was fine. I was recovering. I was in a small brace, and I just had to be careful. I no, I couldn't do physical activity for like two or three months, and I ended up missing like the first half of the track season because of recovery time. And then next season came around, and I was wrestling fine. And then next thing I know, I'm constantly and constantly in pain in my arm, and it was the outside of my arm. And I always had to, like, sit out at least 20 minutes every practice, which was terrible because you lose so much time with that, especially with wrestling. And uh, after the season, I talked to my parents. We went to the doctor um, that did my surgery. He looked at it, and he told me that it was just probably the, from the muscles growing back over. It's just rubbing and causing irritation. And they gave me the option to get my outside plate taken out because I have two plates in. Um, and I took that opportunity and that maybe towards the end of the school year, um, just after track finished, I got the outside plate removed and then now I just have the one plate now. So you still have it in there? Yes. So yeah, the inside plate cannot be removed because they said it would be too dangerous for the removal because of the muscle that's grown. So does that still affect you? When it gets cold, like earlier, I noticed that I was like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a rough season because my arm was starting to get sore. And I was like, this is going to be uh, either a really like rough winter or I just need a man up because <laughs> I haven't like had the pain since last winter. Well, that's good. Yeah. And it's only when it gets cold, it'll get sore, but like to the point, like not to the point where I can't use my arm. Yeah. So... What's the timeline for this? Like, when was your was your injury sophomore year? You said yeah, or? sophomore okay. year at the end of the wrestling season. I got my plate removed at the end of outdoor my junior year. Okay, so did you wrestle senior year then? Yes, I wrestled. Okay. I wrestled. How did that go? So, I was I wasn't a bad wrestler, but I also wasn't the best. I was an average. I I'd say average um, wrestler. I had more wins than losses my senior year which I've never had before um I placed third at our um colonial council champion championship which we called cc's which was our division and I made it to sectionals and I ended up uh losing my first round because I was just the kid was better than me <laughs> he was seated lower than me but the kid was just better than me and out wrestled me that match and I ended up going one and done at sectionals so, is that something you really enjoyed doing? Yeah, wrestling was... so wrestling I absolutely love, and I've been actually looking at different tournaments back home to do sometime in March, but I'm not sure if I'm definitely going to do them or not because I'm not sure how our schedules yeah, go. Like over spring break? Yeah, I'd have to double-check. Yeah. We usually work. get about half the week, so yeah. like Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday morning we'll have a practice, and then okay. coach will send us home. Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe there'd be something. Maybe I don't know. At, I have but... to. I have to look. I'm not sure. I believe there's one 
somewhere by my home, maybe half an hour away. I always tr- said I was going to do but never did back home when I was in high school. <laughs> but I definitely miss it. If they offered it here, I would do it 100%. But they don't, so I was like, all right, I got to do my next sport, which was track. Yeah, yeah, so that's a nice transition. Let's let's roll right into that. Um, yeah. I, I guess you said you ran a little bit for fun, yeah. uh, but you yeah. didn't do cross country until high school. So yeah. what do you remember from your time in high school doing it? So high school, our team was very small for cross country, but uh, track, it was a larger group um for cross country we had barely enough people on the team to be able to actually compete in certain meets so like my freshman and sophomore year I did soccer and cross country but I was only allowed to do the meets on the weekends for cross country because of the schedules um but after that I was like not going to do soccer anymore strictly individual sports Um, so I stayed with cross country. Our team wasn't awful, but we were also not the best. We all had different times, um, like wide range of times. So our faster, we had one kid that was very fast. Then we had myself and one of my closest friends. We were like maybe minutes apart from each other, sometimes not too close either um and then we had like a few other kids i don't remember what the amount was required to be able to compete i think it was five in high school but we always like never almost never placed in any meet we had we'd always be one of the last teams because of the wide range of people we had um but for track that was like a complete different story We had, so when I did start, I believe I started sophomore year, or yeah, because I started late because of the surgery. Uh, I was recovering. I did hurdles, the 400 hurdles, and I was very um, proud of myself for (laughs) it. Uh, There was one meet that I placed third in the race, and it was just completely like I was in the slow heat, and I still placed third overall. And it shocked me. And then I was full of myself after that. Next season comes around. Very first meet. I'm doing 400 hurdles. Gun goes off. And we're going. I miss the first hurdle. And completely laid out. And then I was like, well, that's really embarrassing. So I stopped doing hurdles after that. So you haven't done them since? No, I have not done hurdles since. Um, I did try steeplechase, though. Okay. Steeplechase is a lot of fun. Senior year, again, I um, did it for our... We have a big, big home meet where we had a lot, like 12, 13 teams come. And we had a steeplechase as an option, but it was very cold, so no one wanted to do it. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Why not? It'll be fun. I'm going, going, doing great. Next thing I know, I misstep one of the hurdles, and I slam down on my shin off of the, the um, steeple. And I finished the race, and I'm like, wow, I'm in a lot of pain. Like, my shin hurts a lot. I ended up missing the open eight, and I was just like, well, that's awful. And it was, um, I ended up breaking skin, so I had this massive bruise on my shin 
from just completely misstepping a steeple. But not a bone break this time. No, not so, a bone so break. So not nearly as serious. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, wait, so how so how tall are you? I'm five, five, six. Uh, yeah, so... I'm not so how did you end up doing hurdles if, if you're only five, six? I can jump. I have a decent vertical height, not horizontal height. I did try long jump. That was... I love long jump. That's so much fun. But I can jump somewhat high, so I was able to get over the hurdles with ease. Um, but it was also high school height. Sure. So, okay. yeah. like, completely different than, like, a college-level height. So you're not going to be hurdling? No, this, no. I do not ice, plan so. on hurdling. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I guess I guess we'll I guess we'll get into track later on. Uh, I want to ask you about the season that we just had. Um, so I guess maybe t- I don't know. You mentioned briefly your conversation with Coach Weikrod, um, but what did you expect when uh, I guess when we were out at base camp, you know, doing preseason stuff? You're get, first getting a taste of what the team was like. So when we first started preseason, I was more afraid of how much more running we were going to do than what I was used to. So when we started, we, like, we did the timed runs. I'm really used to distance runs, not, like, completely different. Like, so my dad and I, when we trained together, we went distance-wise. We never went time-wise. So if we had a long run, it was maybe seven, eight miles. And then we coming into preseason, it was timed. So, like, the easy run we had, it was, like, what, an hour ish and then the long runs was hour and a half two hours so it was definitely different because I was never actually running that long I would always run the distance and then if I got tired I would stop when I was home so it was definitely a big step like I I remember that because like a long run for me in high school was 45 minutes (laughs) and now it's like a yeah that's like the easy run that we do the day before meet yeah maybe we might even go a little bit longer than that definitely yeah it was it was a big step into something completely I wasn't used to. At first, I was like, I almost backed out at the very beginning because I was having what I thought was hip issues. Come to find out, my IT band was just super tight all the time. And I almost backed out. It was maybe a few days before the season, uh, preseason was going to start. And I texted coach and was like, explained like what was going on. And then... He told me that we do the stretches, the band stretches, and it should help strengthen my hips. And I started doing a little bit of the band stretches when I was home and it was helping out somewhat. So I was like, all right, that's fine. And then either way, I was still going to go to preseason because coach said that like we do more and it would help me out. And I st- when we start preseason and like doing the actual stretches, it helped out so much that like all the pains like went away until like we ran up or down hills and then that's when the pain came back and then when we ran UNE which was the really hilly course right yeah that um, was our I guess that was our first 8k it was a second meet yeah yeah battle of North Shore is only a 5k but yeah um I felt like all the pain because of all the hills and when I finished it was I was in so much pain and I just kind of sat down on the ground because I didn't know what else to do because Normally what I do is when I'm practicing or even like in anything, I don't normally stop when I feel the pain. I think that if I'm not feeling pain, I'm not going hard enough. So that's like an issue I have. Um, 
so like I just kind of sat down and I was like wow like I'm in a lot of pain like I don't know what to do so I'm just gonna sit here and Toro and Mikey noticed and they um had me go over to a trainer and she looked at it and I thought it was my hip but she told me that it was my IT band and that's when I like first found out about that and after that I had uh, Edison hammer my hips or IT bands and then occasionally my calves when they got tight and then other than that it just got better from there and yeah so you didn't really have to deal with it the rest of the season not really it came back here and there like um before the second or third to last meet it was my my t-band was really like getting tight but not to the point where it was before and i just had eddie hammer it out and it was fine was that the franklin part me i believe so okay i mean the pain was like periodically like it'd go away at certain points and then come back other times but now it's been like really like light pain not much at all so i'm really hoping that it's like fine yeah for good yeah well you seem pretty fine now so hopefully that yeah won't be an issue during track um but yeah i want to ask you about uh saturday um because you had you had the privilege of being one of our top seven that raced at uh bowden at regionals so tell me about that experience what the race was like because i was just an alternate um i guess i know pretty much what the course was like um but it was a lot colder the actual day of the meet yeah Um, so was the terrain frozen over like we were expecting or yeah it was there were certain points where there was just ice and it was like covered by snow so you weren't knowing like what you were running on till like the second or time third time you're running over it um but coming into the race i was really really nervous and i don't know why i was on the line and i was like wow this is a really big meet and i'm really nervous about like all the what ifs like what if i fall at the start what if i get bumped in the middle of the race and i fall then or like all the what ifs of like bad scenarios and i just was in my head just so nervous about it because i'm not used to like that many people running a race like the biggest race that i ever had in high school was maybe 200 kids in total when we would go down to uh new york city for a race and that's the biggest i had and it was nothing like compared to what we ran on saturday yeah it's yeah i just when you're a spectator you see 60 teams lined up online even though it's just top seven you know the, the magnitude yeah. of that is it's just so great it um, was 400 plus kids running one people i always say kids come you so used to high school um people uh just run uh, running it's crazy yeah so did the pack like i mean obviously it spreads out a little bit um, yeah but did you did you have somebody at least a handful of, of runners around you so basically the whole race because of how many people were running when we first started everybody was really jam-packed together so it wasn't too hard to like know where you were going because you saw the people in front of you going um i at one point i was in a spot where there was like maybe 10 15 feet or no even further where the next person was and then there was maybe even further distance for the person behind me so like i was in a spot where it was like all right if i don't go a little bit faster i'm gonna lose these people and i'm probably not gonna know where i'm going even though it's a loop and it was like that for a little bit towards the end but other than that like it was very jam-packed what was your time 
32 something. Okay. It wasn't my best race and also wasn't my yeah. worst. I don't know. I think I think we only had a handful of people PR just cuz the course was had yeah. some ice over it and yeah. just the temperature. And temperature affects everybody a little bit differently too. Yeah, so. I haven't ran in that weather in so long. And that's like that's the weather I'm used to from back home too. So I don't know why it was like felt so different. Cuz back home we'd go to meets and it'd be really really cold but it wouldn't be snowy the only time we had to run in the snow was my junior and senior year for our uh colonial council championships up in saratoga area and it was the one year it rained the night before and then it was super cold and then the next day it was snowing and that was really cold and then the next year it snowed the night before and then warmed up the next day somehow. So there was water just like everywhere. There was a point in the race where there was this big, big puddle about the size of like a long jump pit, maybe even bigger. And it was as deep as like a long jump pit. And it was just straight water where you couldn't go around it and you could only go through it. And I've only had to run through water once. And it's because it downpoured the day before. Is that the toughest meet you've ever done, you think, just conditions-wise? Yeah, most likely, yeah. It's, like, for uh, Saturday or, like, in the high school? Well, yeah, just either either one. Which, which, one, which one do you think was tougher? I would say Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I've been an alternate all three years, so I'm really, really hoping I can get on that line next year. But yeah. uh, I was not too devastated <laughs> that I didn't have to run in in those conditions. Yeah, um, it was, it was different. I wasn't expecting to like run on like such like the slippery spots, but I also guess it's because I don't have spikes. I've never worn. Well, I can't say never. I never owned a pair of spikes ever. Like. From high school until now, uh, I still don't have spikes. Actually, I have uh, trainers. Um, but I did try wearing spikes in outdoor track for certain races. There was one race where I was uh, put in for the four by four, and I didn't have spikes. And I was like, maybe this will help me. Maybe it'll make my time a little bit faster. Wore the spikes. I ran the race, and I. Didn't like the way they felt, so I just never wore them again because I just borrowed them from a person. But I don't typically wear spikes, um, and Coach noticed that at uh, the race Saturday and was questioning it, and he told me that we're going to try and get me used to wearing spikes for outdoor. So going to give that yeah. a go. I think once you get used to it, it will definitely help. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, let's get into track. Um what are you excited for? What what events are you looking to do? So in high school, I did like a lot. Like I experimented on everything. I did pole vault at one point. I uh, never tried high jump, but I don't think I'd be able to do that. That's very not my style. Um, but I think Chase has you covered on that one. Yeah, He's yeah. a very good high jumper. So uh, I kind of want to try just like the open eight. Like, that was my event in high school, so I feel like it'd be fun to do. Or even, like, a distance race, because that's what I'm used to right now. Sure. So, like, that'd be something, like, I'd be willing to do. Like, I'm open for everything. 
um, anything that coach thinks would be good. Yeah, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Be ready for whatever because, fits the team best. Yeah. Because, like, in high school, my coach was always like, yeah, you're going to do this. And I was like, but I've never done this race before. Like, um, he stuck me in the 4x8 once. And I was like, I've never done this before. So, like, I don't know how it works, how handoffs works or anything like that. And that was before I did the 4x4. And he stuck me in it. And we placed in the top two for the or top three for the race. And I ended up sticking with it. And we... Uh, at sectionals for our uh, outdoor year, for senior year, actually, we ended up placing third, uh, fourth uh, for the 4 by 8 and we were two-tenths of a second off from placing third. So I would love to try the 800. I know I'm definitely not quick for an 800. <laughs> do, you have a, do you remember what your PR was? So my PR for an open 8 was a 2.12. Okay. So it's That's not, not too bad. Yeah. I averaged maybe a 215, like, with all the races combined. Cause That's about where I am, actually. So Yeah. So, like, I my best race I did was a 212. The, ne- the next time I raced was a 213 after that. And then I'd have one bad race where, or a, more than one, a few bad races where I ran, like, a 220. So I was all over the place. It was more or less how the training went the week before how I ran. Yeah. So would you want to make that your main event? Or what would you want your main event to be, I guess? What what do you feel most comfortable? So with? most comfortable would probably be the eight, but sure. I'm willing to go anywhere coach needs me to be. So like if he needs me somewhere like in the distance wise, I'd be more than willing to go. I mean that's how I've always been. When I played soccer, I was everywhere. Like Coach wanted me to play goalie, I'd jump in goal. Or if he needed me up as a striker, I'd go up and play as a striker. And I was just, that's what I'm used to, is being thrown around anywhere needed and just trying my best at it. Would you want to do field events again? So I wanted to try, in high school, I really wanted to try disc. I, I don't know what it is, I and I still want to really try disc. And then... I want to do try long jump again. Uh, not the best at it. I had a friend that out j- jumped me every single meet. He was jumping 20s and I was jumping 16s. So he was really good, <laughs> I think. I don't know what's considered good in the college level. No, I'm not a jumper, so. <laughs> yeah, anything else you'd be interested in trying? I kind of want to try. I mean, not, well, Because I did it in high school. I tried it in high school. I kind of, because I didn't have, like, a coach for it, really. So I was on my own just looking stuff up, which was uh, pole vault. Um, I was always constantly looking stuff up. And my coach was like, if you can, like, learn how to do it on your own and have, like, a bunch of ways to do it yourself without, like, needing me, like, you can do it. So every other, I think we agreed on, like, every Tuesday I'd practice pole vault. And I didn't. I did it once in a meet, and the best I did was eight feet. So like the bare minimum to be able to jump. Yeah, you said your so your friend was doing twenty feet in the long jump. Yeah, his okay. best was like I believe it was twenty. Yeah. So 
the measurements are all in meters here, um, but they got the feet in parentheses. But the school record is 6.27 meters, which is 20 feet and oh, not wow. quite seven inches. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like right so yes, around. that is that is yeah. a very good uh, score for college, at least for us um, yeah. here here in Division Three. All right, man. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on, and I know you've been eager uh, to, yeah. to get here in the <laughs> studio. So I'm glad we finally. Uh, we're able to get an open slot for you. And, yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you telling your story and looking forward to track. Uh, oh, yeah, and definitely. And I, I know you are too. So it's, it's going to be a good year. I think we've got a lot of strong people on our team, particularly freshmen like you. So it's it's been great to have you on the team, and yeah, I'm looking forward to a great season. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. All right. Well, uh, if you're listening live on Sky Radio, stay tuned for Will Lott's The Fresh Take. And if you're listening after the fact on YouTube or SoundCloud, thank you, and stay up to date. We've got some great guests lined up here as we head into Thanksgiving break and finish out the semester, so we'll keep you all updated on that. Uh, But for now, I'm Ben Schneider, we'll see you in the next episode. Have a good night, everybody.